everybody, welcome back to Movies on Our Minds, guys, the podcast in Atlanta to where we get to talk about movies. And today is an episode that actually doesn't have any guests with me. Um, this is just going to be me and my thoughts on this one because a lot of people have asked me about this movie and it hasn't even come out yet. But they know how I feel about the subject matter of the previous films before this. But they also know that I have a huge interest in this movie particularly. And that is Mulan 2020. Now, when I say the movies previously to this, it's the other live action Disney remakes. I'm I'm not a big fan of these films, as you guys know. If you go back and hear my Aladdin and Lion King review, you'll understand where I'm coming from. And also Mulan is actually not one of my favorite Disney Renaissance films. It's a good movie, and I actually remember most of it, um, or at least what made it special. I remember the songs. uh, I remember Eddie Murphy as Mushu. Even though I don't remember his dialogue, I do remember laughing. So if someone asked me if it was funny, I'm going to say yes to it. But um, I remember the action. I remember the villain uh mulan has to save china she replaces uh her father's identity with her own or she basically goes to fight taking her father's um spoiler alert for those who haven't actually seen mulan doesn't know anything about it but just going based off the uh, animated film from what i remember uh, she takes the place of her father to go to war and at the end of it she ends up marrying the general you know some disney princess uh some kicks in there but um, I, I, again, I, if I had to say the biggest thing that stood out to me, it would probably be the music. You know, I remember Reflection, You'll Bring Honor to Us All, and I'll Make a Man Out of You. Love those songs to this day. But here's the thing. The new movie, the remake, is not going to have that. It's not going to have the music, and it's not even going to have Mushu. Now, that's not to say, like, um, we won't have Mushu at all. I think there's going to be, like... Uh, I'm pretty sure there's going to be like a statue named after Mushu and Mulan might talk to it. That's my guess if they are going to have Mushu in this film. But as for like a small red talking dragon that's comedic relief voiced by Eddie Murphy, that's completely out of this film. And so those two uh, elements of the film, not only are those taken uh, out of it, but they also just announced something else and that the film is going to be rated PG-13. As soon as I heard that, that's when I said, okay, I will get on the mic and talk about this one now. Because believe it or not, I actually think that the idea of no music or a mushu in the film is a great idea, believe it or not. So many people have come to me and said, like, what are you talking about? Like, that's what made Mulan, the animated film, a classic. That's what you remember it for. And yes, I completely agree with you. Here's the thing, though. With the track of the live-action remakes and how they try to bring back what made the original so special to a live-action format, it does not work. To me, it doesn't. So when I heard that they're not going to do that, instead what they're going to do is try to base it more so off of the real folklore of Mulan, the Ballad of Mulan, I said, that's, that's, that's amazing. That's exactly what I think that they should do in order to be different from the previous films. So not only are they, uh, when I heard that, I said all they have to do is just make it uh, PG-13 and then this would be great because if, if for those that remember Mulan, remember, she did go to war. So if you're going to make that into live action, having war in it would probably mean you, some violence. 
But it's a Disney film, so when I heard that, I was like, I mean, obviously, they're not going to do that. They're probably just going to keep it like the other uh, live-action Disney remakes, and it's just going to be PG, and we're going to keep it going. But then, no, um, less than a week ago, a friend of mine, she hit me up, and she showed me that, hey, guess what? It's PG-13, like uh, you wanted it. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Now I'm excited. But for those that are uh, coming to me and saying, like, why are you why are you not upset that Mushu isn't in it? Or why are you so upset that the music is gone if you know that that's what made the original uh, classic the classic that it is? And so I gave them some examples. And not even some examples, like some things that um, I researched and uh, tried to explain to them because I'm pretty sure they didn't research this. So the director of the new Mulan film, uh, her name is Nikki Caro. I, I don't know if I'm mispronouncing that. She, um, a little backstory on her. She has a couple movies under her belt, but this is definitely like her first big project. Uh, some small ones like Memory and Desire and Whale Rider. Um, and um, my The Zookeeper's Wife. That, like that's, that's pretty big, but the biggest, of course, is definitely going to be Mulan. Now, she has come out and said that I want this film to be a, a tad bit more realistic, obviously. And in order to do that, I don't want my soldiers to just start breaking out and singing and dancing like I'll make a man out of you when they're about to go to war. It just wouldn't fit the tone and the style of this film, of this live action telling of the story. And I said, I completely understand that. That's that's totally fine. And then she was talking about uh, Mushu as well. Again, it's comedic relief, but Mulan, when she's training and she's about to get ready to do battle or whether she's dealing with some emotional ties to her family or whatnot, next thing you know, she turns around, she sees this animated red dragon coming out and you know cracking jokes or whatever. It just doesn't fit the style, again, for, for the movie that I'm setting out to do. And when I heard all this, I was like, thank you. That sounds like to me, you are you are truly trying to make your own film. You are taking the source material of something beloved and something that everyone knows and loves from back in the day and trying to recreate that but make it your own touch. With Aladdin and Lion King, I can't say that that's their own film. It's just a... They're just trying to cash grab on, you know, the the animated films, the animated classes that you know and love. It's like when I was talking to somebody about the music. So one person really hated the fact that the music's not going to be in this film. I asked them, let me ask you something. Start, think of the songs Friend Like Me or uh, Prince Ali or whatever song that's like from Aladdin or Lion King. If I started singing that out loud to you, what version is coming to your mind first and foremost? That person admitted it would be the animated classic. Exactly. Those are the songs you still keep in your head. Those are the songs you're still humming to. To this day, if I start singing Friend Like Me, are you even thinking twice about the Will Smith version? Unless I bring it up like, no, we're going to sing the Will Smith version. And even if we do sing the Will Smith version, how different is that from the original classic? Not much. Like, even if you do like it, really acknowledge, are you going to remember this version within a year? You know, it's almost been a year since the movie has come out. If you're singing Friend Like Me, are you still really singing that version in your head? Or are you going to sing the classic Robin Williams version? 
my point exactly. For those out there that are still like, no, I'm just going to sing the Will Smith version. Yeah. Even if you like it now, is that really, be honest, is that really going to be embedded in your Disney song library category in your mind? I don't think so. But again, that's, uh, I know there's going to be some people out there that are going to disagree and like, no, 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 I'm going to have that within my mind, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But for the majority out there, especially for the people that I have as our Aaron, are, that even do like the live action remix, they know that we're singing the original version, hands down. So I say that to say, if they were going to uh, put it in this new live action Mulan, how how much would it have stood out to where like it's it's its own thing? You know, like when I think of I'll make a man out of you, I'm either deciding between this version or that version. No, it's going to be the original classic or the forgettable one because it doesn't do anything new or bring anything fresh. It's almost like, you know, um, I don't know for those that are out there that don't know, it's like, uh, you know, or, or I'll take it back, I'll take it back. Think of something like Rocket Man. I, I really love the film. Um, I really love the film Rocket Man by Elton John um, because, uh, or with Taron Edgerton, I should say. And the reason I love that movie is because when Taron Edgerton did the role he also sung his own song well he sung the elton john songs in the film and when he sung it he made it his own thing like if you listen to the song goodbye yellow brick road from rocket man that is so different from uh the original yellow goodbye yellow brick road from elton john but it still gives you the same feeling of goodbye yellow brick road it still has you jamming it still has you singing you know they still of course keep some elements of the song like ah you know, love that part. But the way they use it in the movie helps progress the story, and it's still its own version of the song. That's something that the Disney live action films have not done with their music. They're just throwing it in there because you're like, how can you do Lion King without Be Prepared? Or how can you do Aladdin without a friend like me? And now so many people are asking, how can you do Mulan without these songs? Because that's not exactly the version we're bringing to life. We are going to keep a lot of those elements from the animated Disney film because, you know, that is the Mulan version, you know. And this Mulan that we are doing does have the Disney name. So, of course, we're going to have some elements. But the way I look at it is, again, like Goodbye Yellow Brick Road. Even though those two songs are different, there are some elements that are very similar. Like when he does start screaming. Well, not screaming, but when he starts, ah, love that part. And that's the way I think this is going to go down. So, again, with the music, with it not being in there, I'm completely fine with that. And as for Mushu, again, I still think that they are going to have um, some reference in there somewhere. I just don't think it's going to play a big part. Um, like It'll probably be like a statue or something, if I had to guess. But don't, someone did tell me that the cricket was going to be in the film, though. And I was thinking that i mean i don't know how that's gonna work now another thing too i've never read the ballad of mulan which is the original folklore so maybe the cricket is an important character in the original story and that's why they are bringing the cricket back i that's my guess or maybe the director writers or producers really like the cricket from the original who knows, but hopefully they'll know how to integrate that well within the story. And not to mention, guys, for those that don't know, the budget of this film is $200 million. 
again, that's why I'm saying this is definitely the biggest film the director has ever done. But even if so, like Disney is really banking on this movie doing well, which I mean, it's not going to be a surprise because the live action films that Disney have done have almost, well, not even almost, both of them from 2019 have grossed over a billion dollars. And I think it was the Jungle, the Jungle Book. No, no, actually, Jungle Book made $900 million. Alice in Wonderland also made a billion dollars. Not a sequel, of course, because they that was, I think, a little too long after the original where they came out with the sequel. It's like, yeah, you wait a little too long. And people started to realize that wasn't probably the best movie ever. But anyway, for it to be that big of a budget, that's that's pretty, like... But honestly, again, I, I, I'm not worrying so much about it because the track record says, or the chart says, it's more likely going to make a billion dollars. Uh, not to mention, too, the cast. Now, the cast of the new Mulan film, um, there's only two actors in here that make me excited for the uh, new movie, and that is Donnie Yen, who is also known as Ip Man Guys, one of the best martial arts film series ever. I want to say trilogy because the fourth film well, it was fine, and I like the fighting sequences in that film. I still felt like that wasn't the best way you could have uh, concluded the story. You could have ended on part three, and I would have called it an It Man trilogy. But whatever. It has It Man in this film, and Jet Li. And, hey, come on, you guys know where Jet Li you, you know Jet Li. So, now, the the main character, though, uh, I, oh, I don't know how to pronounce her name. I think it's Louis... Uh, Ify, I, I don't know how to say her name, but another name uh, she's known for is Crystal Leo or something like that. So I'm just going to call her Crystal to make everything easier. So I haven't seen a lot of filmography that this person has been in or not a lot that comes to mind, except uh, Forbidden Kingdom, which that was the movie with uh, Jet Li and Jackie Chan. I haven't seen that movie in a long time, but I remember that movie was pretty kick ass, but I don't even remember her in it. So I don't think that counts. But um, looking at her, she does kind of look like Mulan, but she doesn't really, from the uh, one trailer I've seen only one time, because I want to do my best to go into it as blind as possible, she doesn't really feel so much like Mulan to me. However, that's the whole entire point of this episode, is to clarify that this movie seems to be more so based on the Ballad of Mulan folklore than Disney's animated classic Mulan. So when I see this Mulan, I can't exactly look at it and say, well, she doesn't seem as energetic or, you know, nice or whatever the case may be. She doesn't really remind me so much of the animated film. But that's because it doesn't seem like that's what they're going based off on. So as long as this Mulan that they're bringing to the big screen right now as long as she brings some sort of emotion or, or, or just, you know, at the end of the day, as long as she makes me care, as long as she makes me feel like I'm still going on an adventure with her to not only, you know, honor my father, but to save China, then I'm totally game. You know, even if she's not as energetic as the original Mulan, that's totally fine. So I, at the end of the day, guys, I just wanted to express my feelings as to why this Mulan I'm actually sort of excited for because we're not going to just get the Disney uh, version of it. We're going to get a whole new take on it. And you know, 
actually want to go back on one other thing too. I want to talk about the music one more time. The thing about the music is that for so many people that are like, oh no, they're not going to have, I'll make a man out of you or reflection, whatever the case, so it's not going to be good. What if, just stay with me for a minute. What if they took those songs, the iconic songs that we remember and love, and they use that as the score for certain scenes? So the scene where Mulan feels down, like she has disgraced her family or whatever the case, and she starts walking and crying or whatever, and just have a reflection playing in the background. So it still gives you the feeling of when you saw reflection, but it's just a different take on it. That's the thing. This movie, you know, just the Disney live action uh, movies in general, the ones with Aladdin and uh, Lion King, they just don't make me feel feel as if this is my first time going back on it like when you are doing a live action version of something that's classic then the goal is to just make me fall in love all over again like i'm revisiting this world as if it was the first time and when it just doesn't hit its mark that's when it's disappointing if anything it's kind of soul crushing because when a lot of people are saying like no those are good they were great you know they didn't even change so much so why can't you be mad it's Y'all know they, yeah, sure, whatever. They didn't change much, but what they left out was the magic of the film. And so with Mulan, it just seems as if they know that they are not going to exactly try to bring that to life, but just do something different with a whole new. It's just, at the end of it, it's just a fresh, a breath air on the story of Mulan, not the animated film. And I'm really excited to see what they do with that in uh, March 27, uh, 2020. Best believe I'll definitely be there. I'll probably see that at the IMAX Atlantic Station if I had to guess. But guys, I want to just thank you for tuning in and listening to my thoughts. Again, uh, I'll definitely be doing an episode on this. Don't know who I'm going to have as my guest, but best believe we're going to get to the bottom of this episode when it comes out. I, I really pray that the my thoughts on the film is how the film is going to turn out. Or if it doesn't, at, at the very least, just be a damn good movie. At the very least, your own good film. So uh, with that being said, guys, um, if I was to close this out like any other episode, I guess you can find me on Instagram at I'm the Filmmaker. Um, I want to know what you guys think about Mulan before it even comes out. Are you excited for it? Are you mad that they are leaving out Mushu and the music? Or are you like, that is going to be a different take on it? And just like me, I'm actually excited to see how they do it. Or even better, the PG-13 rating. Oh, my gosh. Like, that means when somebody gets stabbed, I might actually feel like, yeah, somebody just died. It may not be a brutal death. I'm thinking it's more so Pirates of the Caribbean type death, which is still pretty big for a Disney film. So whatever it is, guys, let me know in the comment section below. And guys, thank you so much for tuning in. And I'll see you next time on Movies on Our Minds.